That's right, stupid. It's me, your boy Jeb. I'm here again for another episode, introduction of uh, Teach These Devils. Just me alone. Don't ask me any fucking questions, okay? God. I'm introducing the episode. I'm deep within the annals of the Jebelplex right now. I'm hanging out. I'm banging out. I'm watching uh, the Unabomber thing in the background. It took me about 45 minutes to get the uh, the Unabomber queued up because my Chromecast was acting up, okay? And I took the time to do it because it's I like to I like to have some kind of circum it's like pomp and circumstance. That's what I like to do. I like to have a little stuff going on in the background. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's chill. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really is what it is. I'm just trying to do the best. I do it all for you. For you, my people. But uh today on Tishi's Devils, it's another beautiful Wednesday. We got a, a great guest in the house. Really good guest. He is not a devil. And it was actually a re-recording from a technical gremlin we had uh, not too long ago. It was tough. Um, really, really tough technical gremlin that we faced. Um, it was... Uh, the fucking thing, the whole thing got fucking deleted, okay? It just happened. I hacked my computer to be able to bring this hot fire to you idiots, and it failed me. So now I have another version of that on my computer, much more rock-solid, stable, crude. That's how I'm bringing the fire. That's how I'm bringing this sick quality. That's not how I'm bringing these fire tunes. These are just happening. This is Cleveland's favorite. Shout out to the sponsor, Cleveland's favorite FMWKHR. If this goes well, like, the best case scenario would be me getting a job there from this. I'd be lit. I don't care. I'd quit this to do that for free. I'd do this for free. This co- I'm actually... I'm actually in the whole $100 on this, so suck my dick. Um, but, man, this episode's good. John Bruton comes on. He talks about the junkie, the hype, and the oak and mic. And I like this episode a lot because, for me, it was really just light duty. I just had to show up. I was just there. John just goes. He's like one of those problematic toys from the past. You wind it up, it rolls. It's fucking clinking the things. Not he's not a. That's fuck you. You said it. You said it, not me. <sighs> but oh my god, this episode's gonna be good. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it so much. Um, my boy, the Condor's there as usual. You know, it was also Rivera. Uh, I'm there, the Jebster. It's recording the Jebelplex as usual. Don't be, don't be fucking ridiculous, all right? Stuff gets mentioned. He talks, he talks about. We talk about Louis C.K. This was recorded before all this stuff happened, so he's mentioned in high regard. I'm sure I'll get an amendment from John on that later, but Louis C.K. gets mentioned. But I, 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 it was before the we found out about him admitting it. But I'm not gonna say it was before we knew about what he had done because I knew I heard at least a year ago about some problematic shit he had been up to, and I don't support it. Don't support it ever, never. You can't. It's sick. It's gross. It's wrong. I don't care what you call it. It's not right. But that's not what this episode's about. This episode's about John and him assuming the role of Tom Petty. Tom Petty himself, the one, the only John Bruton, here on Teach These Devils. Of course, me and Wilson got a fire song. It's one of a, it's a classic and a new classic. 
just like uh, Iggy Azalea, a new classic. She's going to wish that she had some new yeeks when those things start to turn on her in a couple years, but it'll be all right. Until then, I will admire from afar. It's me, your boy Jeb. Um, I'm not going to stop listening to this music. I'm going to turn off this Unabomber thing I got going on. I'm going to jam out. And I will catch you on the other side of this episode of Teach These Devils. It's a long one, so it's a short intro, so just fucking drink it in. There might, I might even have, there's going to be a song. Maybe at the end. Maybe just at the end. I'll try and fit the ads in, like, right after this, too. Like, all of them. So just fast forward through them. Because fuck Midas. The only thing we really care about is the sponsors on Teach These Devils, which is coming up right next after these fucking lame-ass ads for you, my coys, my children of Yaku, my coys, my little swimmers. I love you. God, this is a fire track. Anyway, TC's Devils, me and Wilson, John Bruton, coming to you right after these messages. Don't go away. Please don't go. We love you. Teach these devils. At these devils on the Twitter. Get at us. At at these devils. Let us know everything. Let us know all of it. I'm at Gerald Brass. Wilson's at Narzapan. I think John Bruton's at John Bruton. He'll probably tell you. He'll tell you at the end. Listen to it. And don't forget to fucking, don't forget to subscribe or whatever. I love you. I love you so much. Uh, check. Check and check. Check and check. Check them. Check. Check. Checked it. We checked it, you stupid idiots. So guess what? Teddy with the one, two, check. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the re-recording of this episode of Teach These Devils with me, your host, James O'Brasfield, a.k.a. the Jebster, and the Condor. Call. Wilson Rivera. Our guest today, back again graciously because of a computer user error. Computer error. Operator error. The, John. Uh, I'm sorry about <laughs> the meanest, the leanest. I got my gun out on the table here in the Jebelplex because shots will be fired. The one and only John Bruton, ladies and gentlemen. Hola, senor. Senoritas. You heard it here first. Happy to be here, man. What's what's kicking off? Since we last spoke, there's a lot of stuff they don't know about, but there's some things that we just got to get on the table right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> you will shoot. You are a shotta. No, I will not. <laughs> I seen a status that... What the fuck was that? Brett Thomas put up Uh-oh. saying catch these hands or some shit like that. I don't know what it was. I just, I just didn't care. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that even means. Why do they think they can come after you? Oh, no, I wish. He, I mean, I, I don't say that like that. <laughs> I wouldn't take Brett serious physically in an altercation. Like if Brett got loud with me, I would try to talk to him even longer to find out what's wrong. I wouldn't be like, man, fuck it. It's going to go physical. It's going to be like, all right, I'm going to talk to this guy. Because even when me and... Me and Flint had an argument, and I still talked to Flint. And Flint is taller than me, bigger than me. He's had more fights t- than me. You talked it out. No, Flint was pushing the fuck out of me. Flint was a very Flint was mad, and we didn't. Get, it didn't go to the point where I threw a punch or he Man, threw a he punch. Does. But Flint didn't want to throw a punch. Huh? It's only because Flint didn't want to punch me. What was this fight about? Uh, Flint was upset. We just had Flint on. Flint's these good people's. Yeah, he, said he was upset. I mean, he didn't punch me, though. So I'm like, if he didn't punch me, and it wasn't from fear. It was from, like, it's my nigga. We just having an argument. 
man shit. Yeah. So I wasn't, and I wasn't worried about him punching me. I'm like, if he punches me, it's gonna happen. Like I can't stop it. So. <laughs> <laughs> like if Flint's gonna punch me, he's gonna punch me, and it's gonna oh, be yeah. an ass whooping. I'm gonna get my ass whooping. Gonna be that. We were just talking about <laughs> this the other. We were just talking about this last night. Like, who would you not want to fight? Like, and I brought up uh, one of my dear friends from Pizza Money. You know who's a secret scrapper of pizza money? Walter. Walter will fucking beat your you think ass. So? He'll would, beat the brakes off somebody. I, I don't think Walter's I, a I'm naturally violent person. I'm not scared of Walter physically. I feel like that's, I feel like that's Wal- why I feel so like terrifying. he'd be more capable of like yeah, like a short snap, but he wouldn't fight. Like he wouldn't punch you. Like if he were really mad at you, I think he'd choke you. No, I think he's I a soul leader. <laughs> Brian, I wouldn't fight. Brian Kenny, I wouldn't fight. Brian Kenny's a big dude. B. He's a bear, dude. I don't know yeah, he played football in college and he still scraps. I mean, I played wrestle with him one time and he, he I got the best of him for two Picked seconds. You up. <laughs> I got the best of him. He's like, what the fuck? No, let's get serious. I'm like, okay. Like, it's like, like, yeah, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? That's all, I, that's all you heard. And I was, my, feet was off the, my feet was off the ground and shit. He's I wouldn't fight man. Flint. I wouldn't fight Flint or Brian. No. Everybody else is pretty much fair game. I'm not saying anything about you two. Yeah, that's right. I'm just saying, uh, I just everybody else like I don't really look at them like man this can get bad it's like whatever man if it's a problem we'll talk about it if not yeah I, don't I think really, we're reasonable human I beings. think that the secret is I think you don't want people to know that you're really all love John Bruton it's really about all love and betterment oh yeah my girl smacked me when our, like one of our early days she smacked me in the face in the face it was a jab too like it was when, like she had an open hand <laughs> an open hand it was an open hand because she know what she was doing she was mad because I said something I just teased her about something okay and she just jabbed me with her open hand and hit me right in the nose and I'm like you know what I wanted to fucking grab her like I had no sense I'm like that's not how I operate that's not that's, you can't do that yeah it's not the right reaction no I just like in my head it's like I want so bad. You should I mean, know. yeah, that's that's you the right reaction. You should know better. Women should know don't hit a man. Just because he can't hit you back, it means first, not always. <laughs> you don't get a pass. You guys, I think that you get a lot of flack for uh, giving women a hard time, but you're just treating them as equals. Yes. It's all it is. <laughs> I told my one friend, I said, women's biggest problem is they want men to slow down so they can keep up and call it equal. It's like, no, sweetie. We're going to run full speed. If you can't keep up, shut the fuck up. Problematic. <laughs> no, like, I understand. Feminism is not a thing to me. It's, it's like, that's like, it's oh. like communism's real. That's a real thing. Socialism's real. <laughs> Feminism is not a thing. No, that ism, that is, ism shit is no, not for this. It's, what you what equal- makes feminism not real for you? I feel like. What's the fight? It's like, honestly, just pay people for the job, pay the title. That's across yeah. the board. That, that's I feel it. like other than a, that, what more can they ask for? As a black man, I feel I feel I can see feminism as a thing. Like I'm more worried about my own thing right now. I'm, if feminism's a thing, let's focus on black women then, because they obviously got yeah. really fucking. But bad that's thing. not then you separating from all women. Yeah, then yeah. But like, I mean, that wasn't my idea. That was America's idea. No, like. I mean they they fell into it too. I think how many white women you've heard say I'm a feminist yeah. or I'm kind of a feminist. Like, yeah. no, nah, I mean you know you can just want equal pay. Yeah. Because uh-huh. that's the biggest problem. Because everything else you can't really change with a feminist yeah. law. When it comes to sexual conduct and how you treat people. That's not feminism. No. But when it comes to equal pay for this job title, we're offering this amount of money. Not for men with this job title. For or anyone with this men. job yeah. title, you pay them. I'm okay with that. Everything else, I don't really want to hear it. I don't care. Like, yes, women get raped. I'm not saying I'm okay with it. It's not But good. that law can't be fixed. That's a crime that just happens, like murder. People murder all the time. People touch children. We have laws to stop it and persecute it, but we yeah. don't have things to stop it where it doesn't happen anymore. 
That's true. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, mean pieces I, I would, of shit happen. Pieces of awful. shit are they exist. I'm not saying I love pieces of shit or I agree with them. I'm saying they exist. I acknowledge the fact they exist. I can't. They're really very don't. real. I think it's like uh, it, it. It doesn't focus on the act of it happening. It's just like the reper. They're like should be more repercussions. I think more so like someone's conduct in the there workplace. Are repercussions. That's the there are repercussions, shit, but stuff. like I think they be a little more firm. Like. I mean, I don't really know a whole lot about the repercussions for sexual assaults, but I know a lot about the uh, the hood version of repercussions for sexual assaults. Yeah, I've I've been privy to some hearsay of niggas having done some sexual misconducts and shit, and we watched them. That's what you get. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm more like when you install fear, everything changes. If women could put the fear of God into men. It would be different. They're not cutting dicks off. I told every woman I know about feminism. Oh, my God. If you want niggas to act right, give them some fear. And the only fear y'all can really hit us with is a dick. Yeah, but. You cut a dude's dick off. Matter of fact. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, but exactly. You know, she. But he got it sewed back on. Nigga, I think that's one case. That's one case that you still know to this day. That happened almost 15, 16 years ago. Maybe yep. 20 years ago at this point. I think it was about I think, Yeah, I think it was like 20 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. That name still rings bells like Hitler type shit, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> she, now imagine she cut you, a you dick seen, off and threw it in the yeah. tall grass. You ever seen, uh, good, you guys seen Goodfellas, right? You seen Goodfellas? Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember when um, Ray Liotta was on the bed sleep and his wife woke him up with the gun with in his face? With the gun in his face. That's one now, of the best scenes ever. Now imagine if a woman caught her husband cheating or a woman had a man do something to her and he fell asleep and he's that arrogant and he woke up with a knife to his dick oh, and she just slid the blade across oh. and she said, oh. <laughs> that's fear right that yeah, would install fear and you would act right from then on if women start doing it to every man like you uh. know play the position be a victim long enough and then play possum with it i mean that's a thing like <laughs> that's a thing that black women figure out because i don't know like everybody has stories and shit like of yeah, abuse no. in their families and shit some people there's people that will stand for that shit I believe someone there's women and men that'll stand that for that, and there's women and men that will not stand for that. Like I think we need to focus on getting people more on the side of not standing for that shit, because I can't do anything about it personally. If, if you're telling me about it, it's already happened, all I can do is go fuck someone up, and then what's that do? That sends me to fucking jail for fucking but this dude. But if men don't know yeah. who's going to cut their dick off or not, they're going to start acting right. I mean, yeah. you should... I, I think A couple I, women got to go to jail for assault charges, but honestly, that's just a cracked egg for this great omelet of respect and fear. Can't they're the same fucking, thing. Can't we get fucking people just to act right? No, you like, don't. You got to put fear in their heart, man. If you know if you know that you could lose the one object that you're using to keep your power, because most dudes who do that shit, ugh. they respect their dicks higher than their money sometimes. That's yeah. true. That's why they degrade people with sex. So if you make them feel like they're going to lose their dick, they're going to act right. Jacking off in a power plant. Think about it, think like how they did heathens. us. They, they put fear in us to act right with jail. We True. go to jail for the smallest things and go for the most time. Yeah. That's the fear they put on us, and we don't even act. Every black man doesn't act up. Every black man doesn't have a fucking criminal record. As we watch cops. <laughs> yeah, but every every black man doesn't have a criminal record. Every black man has not been to jail. That's true. Every has, every minority, if you want to call them that still, we can use that term, like all people of color, it's whatever the fuck. Yeah, everybody who's not white not has not been to jail and is not a criminal. But- if you let the if you look at the fear they've installed, where they make you feel like everybody's a suspect or a criminal, true. Yeah. We all act way more polite. I than feel like else. terrorism is a huge part of the see something, say something culture that we live in now, though. Well, you, like, I have my own theories about how that's help not helping us at all, and how it may have been instituted by negligence, fucking worms. But uh, that's that's something for another day. I guess. <laughs> I just, Man, I feel like yeah. fear makes people act right. Fear is is respect. When I'm disgusted by people. Mass. When you have mass of people, you have to have fear because respect is for individuals. When it comes yeah. to groups, you need fear. 
There you go. I mean, I'm afraid. I sound a dictator right now. I know. I'm afraid. <laughs> <of> <laughs> you like, would think that if, if you were going to be a terrible fucking piece of shit, beady-eyed monster rapist, that you would be afraid of being alone your whole life. That should be enough fear for you, I think. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't do rapes because I'm a terrible. I'm not a terrible person, and because I'm afraid of being alone forever. <laughs> That's my biggest uh, fear I, too. I think it's. Uh, I think it's bad. My biggest fear is rape <laughs> allegations. Our biggest fear is is getting accused of some shit I didn't do. Right? What can everybody. you do? I feel like that's like a lot of people's biggest fears. And I mean, we've had a lot of people's I'm biggest fears come true lately. Right. Well, my, I'm more upset. This Someone's whole Kevin Spacey. Everybody got a story about Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah. Everybody got a story about uh, Harvey Weinstein. But when it came to Cosby, it was all speculation. The niggas ran to the fucking. They went to the presses on Cosby. Oh yeah. There was no yeah. detailed stories well, now, of people and. They still and the funny part people yeah, talk Kevin about Yeah, Kevin Spacey it. tweeted and then nobody's really talking Dude, about it. Kevin that, that was Kevin Spacey. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry that Kevin I did that. Spacey he, was trying he to essentially admitted it. Fucking put the fire out. <laughs> Everyone's trying to cover their ass now cuz it's like it's getting close to them. If they're about to get busted. But it's the thing though. If you look yeah, at but Kevin Spacey had jokes on multiple TV shows about him being this type of that guy. A flamboyant Francis Underwood well, being type a dude. closet homosexual, yeah. being a guy who's trying to be a predator, mm. and then you think about uh, Harvey Weinstein. Hey, he's had women on red carpets, oh, on yeah. TV shows, and TV interviews, making subtle, like putting up subtle SOSs for them. But when it came to Cosby, True. fuck you, nobody says shit till one fire, one spark get lit here, and everybody, oh, I have a story maybe. So you mean this man yeah. of power didn't use his power for real? I'm not against this whole defense of him, but I'm still saying. If he didn't <laughs> have these type of stories when his, the, the light was green light went, but everybody else, Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey got everybody with a story now. I mean, I'm going to say Cosby is suspect based upon the intros. He's of the suspect of the fact how he's handled this shit, so some of it is true. I'm not going to say he's, he's not totally innocent. There's no way. I'll say he's not totally innocent. Don't get me yeah, wrong. No. Oh, that. I think that but to be the monster he's painted as, I don't know if I can buy him being that shitty. That he's shitty. Let's not even act like he's not. He's shitty. He's terrible, but yeah. everybody knew what the fuck a Quaalude looked like in the 70s, okay? You That's kn- the part. You knew what it looked like. And I had another female friend of mine. Yeah, but sometimes you don't see it in your stuff. Nah, man. That's, this is the thing. I don't know. People are using new age deals and new age way they handle themselves, new age protocols to old school way of treatment. In the 40s, women were treated a certain way. Terribly. In the 70s, treated a certain type of way. Bad. 80s, treated a certain type of way. Not good. You can't act like, <laughs> but, you, but you can't act like it was so wrong then because they survived. It well, got better. You still, yeah. No, yeah, I think women were greater back then. Mm-hmm. Oprah's from the 40s. Oprah was born in the 40s or the 50s. So she grew up in that shit and look at Oprah. So they like yeah. we, we yeah. didn't produce shit in that whole Oprah's situation. Oprah's actually the world's secretly richest person in the world. Yeah, like name a, who was the last black person, black woman that was that much of a, that driven to be that great? Viola Davis. Man, she's the actress. She's old as fuck too, by the way. Yeah, they're they're all old. Yeah, yeah. Like you ain't got no thirty somethings really busting their ass because they got this equal no. treatment. Shit, they really is a is a cushion not make you want to push the harder. Who's girl from uh, the one thing with Unjanko? She's what? Stuff. Harry Wash. Carrie Washington is yeah. an actress. Though. How old is she? She's just the she's just the actress. That's but it. She's, she's she's a, she's like she's like Chris Rock's age, maybe and maybe a couple no, years younger. That's she's old a, as fuck too. Yeah, he's in his, he's fifty now, but yeah, that she's like forty, hope, maybe like, forty six. I could still make it, John. I still got time, baby. Oh yeah, every this every money. comic that you see on TV is in his forties. Yeah, they're I'm old. Sad. Kevin Hart's forty two. Kevin right? Hart is he's old. Not a, he plays a young twenty seven, thirty year old, whatever. But he's not. You know, the gray hair. He's keeping the gray hairs now. That's how you do it. Yeah. He got to be great. He got to be adult. Now. You got to see that adult. He's well tenured now. 
Yeah, you're you your second divorce. You've seen him. Second divorce. <laughs> second divorce, third time caught cheating. All right, there you go. Yeah, you better, you know, you better start Man. looking at weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. John Bruton, let's get to the fucking we'll do the, turtle dick of the issues, if you will. We'll do yeah, the, the, the frightening the, turtle the dick. Junkie, the junkie, the hype, and open mic story again. The junkie, the hype, and the open mic. I mean, we might as well just bust it for them. Yeah, this go, is you're early. Ready for it. This is going to keep their fucking little wormish minds entertained until yeah, well, we get to the well, we can give them well, with the real truth. Right, we're going to explain why we call it that first. I'm not saying any people's names anymore if it comes to anything that's going to come back to make people feel like they're special. To Some me. sort of way in any fashion. Hey, if you're going to feel like you're special and you affected me, I'm not going to say your name. I'm going to give you a, a nickname. No names. If people know who you are and they feel like that's who you are, I might not be talking about you. And <laughs> I'm probably not talking about you. You just feel like I am. That's on you. Okay. But the junkie, what is called this person a junkie? No gender specific. Just this person. Yeah. Junkie. Was the junkie in the story. And they seemed to have it out for me slightly with the things they would say about me. Like, can, do you have an example? Like, what? I can't do that because that goes back oh, to... Oh, that goes back to directly. <laughs> so that reveals the identity. Just negative so things and character remember attacks. Yeah, I mean, it would be just... They would assist people... If somebody had something bad to say about me... Oh, yeah. This Pile person on. would always try to add something to, like... They would say, yeah, he is a bad person. Or, yeah, he is this. And they would always co sign it and push it, try and add, like... Classic did you also know that he did this? Just fan the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Okay. If I told one person, if I gave some person a critique on how to handle themselves at one of my shows, this person would then act as if my critique was trying to control them and then rile them up to do these things. So I was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with it. So that, and then you have the hype who, well, I don't say created. Okay. Well, the hype was introduced by me. That's fair to say. Okay, yeah. you introduced Nobody knew who the hype that. was until I introduced the hype to what they thought was stand-up. Okay. Okay. And they start feeling themselves. And they had a conversation with me about how I let certain comments go up at the grog shop. Okay. And they called them racist. And I'm like, well. Can you, can you name those people? No, I'm not naming. He's not worth a shout out. The other guy's not yeah. worth a shout out. The, the racist. Comics, not worth a shout out. No, the comic isn't worth a shout out. Or the, John Bruton's not shouting out any fucking you worm. If you're not assholes. funny, like, I'll shout out Jasmine. Like shout out to Jasmine shout Carter. Out to, uh, <laughs> shout out to Francisco Lindor. <laughs> Free tacos last you, year. He did it. It's good shit too, man. <laughs> it's funny. Oh my fault. So yeah. So the hype start filling their self. Okay. And you know it's like it's like kids. When you're a child, you love your parents, and then you get to school, and your friends are now the more you want to be impressed. You want to impress your friends yeah. more than Teach. your parents. Like when Teach. you're when you're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, all that from ten up. Your friend's approval is more important than mom and dad. Preach. I'm not saying I was a father figure to this person at all. I'm saying as far as the Just age of them. But the they game. took it there. They th- you think you think that maybe they this person of the game or whatever. I mean, they obviously had some adoration of you if they they took your opinion some type of way. Yeah, I mean, but I only have one. Like only one person calls me a comedy dad. That I actually laugh. I laugh at and take like okay, I get it. It's Jack. Okay. Everybody else who says it is like I gave you advice one time. I mean, you ask me for advice or a yeah. question. You have my number yeah. maybe, but or we're chopping it up. Whatever. I won't fucking do a favor for you. Like I won't put you on a show. I won't vouch for you if you okay. come to a show. I'm gonna say. Oh, who is that? When Jasmine does something with me. Like, oh, who is she? She's a comic. Oh, you want to do some time? And she says yes or no, that's on her. Okay. Like, yeah. I'll do that for her, but I won't just say, hey, let's go to the show in Cincinnati. Do that for the, the junkie Just sit there the and hype. watch what happens. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> so the hype, they were just, they were okay. 
uh, with comedy. They had a passion for it, but that's what most people do when they have a new shiny toy. They love it to death. They clean their car every day, you know, that type of situation. Yeah. You buy a new car, you wash it every day, you keep the seats clean. I think that's black people shit only, though. Nah, everybody does that shit with a nice car. I don't a lot think of people do that with a nice be washing car. their car every day. Not by well, not, not washing the car, but like if you got something nice, you take care of it a lot more when it's for a while, yeah. It's true. So that's what this person did with comedy. Um, then you had the open mic. Er, open micer. Um, they were introduced to me by, I think maybe Mary introduced me to this person. No, actually I met this person with someone else at first, just in general. Another nameless worm. I don't call him that either. So <laughs> I just met them. I met you're actually. Like, you're like the fucking uh, the drill sergeant from fucking <laughs> what's that movie? Fucking uh, uh, Kill 'Em All. Fucking Stanley Kubrick. Oh, uh, fucking Full Metal, Metal Jacket. Yeah, you're the yep. drill sergeant. What's your name, Private Pile? Oh. I don't know. He's that shit that high. I was gonna say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Hilarious. <laughs> It no. doesn't matter what your You're name. You're like that two by four from that Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, <laughs> Busted Skulls. No, I just <laughs> yeah. regard. So then, me and, him, me and him, the open micer isn't him. I'll do that one. He took a conversation we had out of context because he was being emotional, and then he kept trying to antagonize me from this conversation. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, you don't know me that well to really do this because you're saying i'm petty as fuck <laughs> <laughs> like my petty is like you've heard me on the phone for like, no you ain't hear me yeah. phone that much but you've heard me talk regularly off like when this is oh, just yeah. off i talk like this you're fast like this. aggressive <laughs> yeah so like i don't really we're mean as fuck i got real friends I there's no question this is this is what you get yeah so like man i don't really need to be nice to new niggas like who the fuck are you what you gonna do for me like honestly you might want to be my friend more than i want to be yours you might want to think like that you might want to be like man john been doing this for a while john has a few shows he probably give me other shows. He's close to guys that are funnier than most people. Like I should probably be around that circle. Mm. So you come to me on some old. I'm gonna do my own thing. That's okay. Nobody does it by themselves. I didn't do this by myself. Yeah. Every yeah. flyer I do is accidental comedy, nigga. That's Ramon's creation, and he put us all on it. We're a team. We all can ask favors for Ramon still. I can ask Brian for a favor. I can ask Jimmy for a favor. Mm-hmm. Shout outs once again. I can ask Cody and Josh for a favor. Just cover all the members of the group and Mary. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Gotta shout everybody. So I can do that because I got in around those guys and I Dang wasn't yes. a dick to them. So yeah. if everybody says John's an asshole, what'd you do? Like you should, everybody yeah. who ever says that about me, what did you do to me? What happened? Yeah, because it's not like I wake up and see cats like, man, fuck you. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like who my new uh what I my two favorites now, two favorite comments coming up right now. Uh Liz Blanc's already came up. Liz Blanc's hitting her stride, she's doing her thing. I love Liz. Shout out. And Kate Hogan is interesting to me. I want to see what she does because she has the fire of a black woman as far as <laughs> nobody. No, as far I'm, I'm explaining it. As far as she feels like nobody's listening to her and nobody respects what she got to say. Huh. And she has jokes. And I, that's how I identify that as a yeah. black woman. Like that whole grit okay. of a black, not like a grit, like a white girl where she yeah. just, she going to find her way and eventually yeah. she's going to cute her way through this shit. Not saying all white girls do it, but white girls have a stigma to just cute their way through shit as opposed to just grinding it out. And I see Kate is a grinder. And she has jokes that are over. Like, she'll do a joke here about one thing and she'll do another joke here about something else. So she has different layers. I like like Kate Hogan. And Liz Blanc, of course. Shout out. Shout out to Kate Hogan. Liz Blanc. Shout out to Kate Hogan. Liz Blanc. Shout out. Kate Hogan, (laughs) give me back my fucking skateboard. Take those shirtless pictures of me off the internet. 
I don't know nothing about that. See, we got, own, Instagram. we got our own problems. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and that's my problem on Instagram. I don't follow a lot of comments on Instagram because I, I don't really, like social media. How you feel? I about love that social shit? media. It's funny. You active on there? Well, like yeah, every I'm petty day, as shit like... too. Like I pe- I'm petty because me and my girl haven't talked in a couple days on the phone. So <sighs> I'm gonna post a picture at probably ten o'clock of a old picture she sent me. Uh, when she used to call me, I miss her call. That's petty. Oh, it's petty <laughs> as fuck. Um, <laughs> only because she's so fucking busy, and I get it, and I'm busy now too. But I'm trying to play the victim in the situation. That's why. So it's a good thing to do. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a piece of shit, you should play the victim a little bit more because oh, nigga, you're doing. You're I love doing it. Your best. I want to feel guilty. <laughs> I want. I. You don't know. My whole life's dream right now is to get a deep, a deep side, side, blow side, 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 side. Just like. <sighs> And then the blowjob, <laughs> what? Nigga, that's that's victory right there. Side toppy, they call it in the streets. Side toppy. Yeah, give me some side toppy. Very lethargic. <laughs> yeah, I want that. I want that. I want that shit you don't want to do, but you know you you know you have you know you need to be doing this. I want that type of head where oh my God. she's doing it begrudging, like, I know I gotta suck this dick, is. but I don't want to suck like that. <sighs> and just See? do it. That's the type of head I want from her. Like I want her to be feel so guilty and recognize that she does some dick shit and be like Damn it, man! All right, nigga, fuck it. All right, give it here. I'm a, <laughs> let me. I, like, if you come, fine. If you don't, whatevs. But just, I'll suck your dick. Like, I, she don't gotta finish oh it. Oh my god! Just give me that. Give me a that. Side suck. Give me that side toppy, man. Side toppy. Little side job. sucky. Yes, sucky. man. Like, <laughs> she don't gotta do it good, man. I don't even care. Just, just give me the. Oh my god! Oh, that's that. That's victory to me. That means you know you you don't want to, but you know you should. I want that. That's the type the I want to do. That the tongue is a win for you. That's like a check mark on the W Man, box. Yes, if she just I respect that. All right, my fuck. So yeah, no, that's real. That's real shit. That might get said on stage. Actually, I said that I described you done that before already. That's your perfect. No, that's oh, your so. perfect woman. But my perfect woman, I said if she would like, we'd be like in bed or whatever. She'd be lying on her side. We'd be talking. She would let me move her pussy like a puppet and talk. Thanks for the dick, James. That was some great dicking you did. You know that's what? a wife. That is, yeah. If she if she can let herself be that free, she's that's laughing dope. and shit. Yeah. That's a, that's a woman I want to meet. Yeah, that's that's classy. <laughs> that's there. very classy of her. Actually. If you're out there, I'm looking for your love. <laughs> that's some Jimmy Fallon singing shit y'all just did, <laughs> where y'all just fucking hum the words out. <laughs> yeah. Walk a girl. We got but, a uh, gift. <laughs> so yeah, the open mic, the hype, the junkie, the hype, <laughs> and the open mic. So then the hype and the open mic link up. And they become bosom buddies. They're colluding against you. No, nah, I know against me. It's not that serious. It's never been that serious. Nothing's against me. It's just they, they saw eye to eye and they linked you up. don't know what bosom buddies is. It was a show. Oh, yeah. Old, <laughs> old nigga reference. Old uh, nigga reference. There you go. Old nigga reference. Damn, that was like Tom Hanks was on that shit. Yeah, it's oh Tom Hanks. And who else was who else was on bosom uh, buddies? He was on another TV show. I can't remember. He wears glasses now and his hair is thinning. But I don't remember his Jeremy name. Shit. Nah, <laughs> he's older than that. Holy shit! Sorry, I got. Reverse. Oh yeah, that's crazy. But no, um, so yeah, the, the, the hype Watching and cops. the open mic link up, and that's I don't have you know I don't have any fucks to give. Yeah, I just find it funny because now it's the blind leading the blind. Because like, what y'all gonna do together? Like, who's the better one? Like, I have followed people when I came in the game. Actually, the junkie gave me a lot of advice when I first started. Really? In the beginning, you sought out mentors. I mean, I saw. I feel like about things in life about successors so i look at who's before me and i try and find out who's gonna be after me that's how i look at everything in life whether it's wow. my regular job or a comedy you want to have it where you don't end it because if you <laughs> the way things are going right now if somebody doesn't fucking start trying to make guys try to be funnier we're gonna have a shitty scene again 
and we're gonna go from having something go like look like this, and uh-huh. then go back here, and yeah. then start over again. What What would you say the state of the scene before we continue with this? The junkie, the mic, the hype, and the open mic. What would you say the state of the scene is right now? Is if it I condition gave, yellow? Is it twelve minutes to midnight? What do you know? If I gave it a letter grade, I would give it a D plus C minus. Like it might. I would agree with that. It's not going to summer C-. school, but it ain't going to college. Okay. Like that's where we are right now. We're not going to summer school, but that's we ain't fair. going to college. We're very much just going through this shit to go through the motions. Yeah, a lot yeah. of guys are going through the motions. They're not pushing themselves. They're not putting accountability on their jokes. Mm-hmm. They just want to be one of the guys, and that's cool for your first three months. And after that, get the fuck out the way, or really focus. Yeah, like you can focus. Like you don't have to be great, but if you keep trying, you'll get better. Oh yeah, because if you have confidence and you're aware of what you're doing on stage, you'll always learn something new. But a lot of these new guys, they go up there and they're trying to do an act that they've seen it's not theirs. They're trying to pretend to be somebody confident, and it doesn't work. They're Me. either <clears throat> screaming into a mic or they're trying to act out. They're trying to take an old joke and revamp it to be their yeah. own. It's like, dude, yeah. just find you. But, Say your fucking joke. But if that's the case, just do open mics or just just go to shows and watch comedy for a while. Like, be a fan of this shit, too, because you have to study it enough where you learn. Plus, you got to know what jokes somebody said already. You might think you have a great joke. I had oh, yeah. a joke about how... What was it? Do uh, you remember that... Yeah. Yeah, he stole a joke from Human Giant. That was the first time I ever saw him do stand-up. That was the first time I did stand-up. Mm. And I saw him do that, and he's like, hey, uh, you know what the hardest part about uh, rollerblading is? I'll tell you if Telling parents okay. gay. Yeah. And I was just like, why? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Why are you, like... Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, uh, I'm not gonna put my, I'm not, I'm not gonna do him like that, but I've heard a guy recently do some jokes. I'm like, what? That was a scarring moment for me. I was like, what the fuck? I've seen a guy do that before. I've seen yeah. a guy at the Funny Stop contest, uh, the first year I was in it, beat me when he did jokes I heard already. Huh. <laughs> I was in Pittsburgh at the improv and it was a contest. I was just watching it and the dude was doing Dion Cole jokes from the, sp- the from the special that just came out. Wow. Jesus. That's the, fucking bold. The one man. that just came out. I'm like, dude, you think you're the only one with cable? Like How's that possible? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I when I was in growing up and in college, everybody wanted to be a rapper in two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah. This one like eight mile had just came out. Table yeah. beats. So yeah, that was still going on. Oh yeah. So and this one LineWire and Napster was popping. Super and you popping. could download Eminem freestyles, right? The so cipher. You could put and if people put unreleased shit, yeah. put the MP3 unreleased Eminem. And nigga, if it's on here, we it's released now. We got yeah. it. So cats think they really on that curve of getting <laughs> some new shit. And you would hear a guy say a line in his freestyle, like three lines from an Eminem freestyle. It. You heard it's like, my nigga, we all have internet now. Like we're in college. <laughs> that shit might work in your That's old neighborhood. Like I can't believe somebody would be so bold. As to even try and steal a fucking joke in well, this day One, age. if you knew, you don't have integrity yet. You don't know what that really brings. You don't know what stealing a joke is yet. You still think street jokes are jokes you can say on stage. There's still comics that still Fair. to this day in Cleveland, been doing comedy for five years plus, do street jokes street as closes and shit. You got to get out the way. Like, if somebody's coming up with a new show, don't don't be on that show, man. Just stick yeah. to that fucking bar in the mm. back room. Don't get in the way and do a show that somebody can see somebody at if they had the real jokes. Right. And that's where if you have somebody who can guide you just a little bit, you'll learn. Like, I tell people all the time, when I first was writing, I was writing all my jokes out word for word for word. The whole set out is yeah. like two paragraphs. Yeah. Squire, Bill Squire saw this and told me, don't write like that. Just write it like a fucking DVD chapter. Yeah. And then fill it in from there. Nobody knows your lines you're saying. It's not a fucking movie. You're just, you're just saying your jokes. It's very true. And I told everybody, I, Bill Squire showed me a better format to write. I say Bill Squire taught me how to write because it sounds funnier. Yeah. But he, he gave me a better <laughs> format to write where my set list is just <laughs> words I know or it's phrases. It was, oh, yeah. it was the punchline or the theme of the joke. And now it saves me time. So if I'm up on stage. Once you get like when you got it honed in, you can just write 
Yeah, when you just Dildo had the outline, you kind of just come up with the skeleton of it. wiggle room. You now know yeah. that you don't have to get there every, you don't have to say the joke the same way every time as long as you get the punches right. That's my favorite part. So that's one thing, if you, but you got to have guys above you who will really talk to you about comedy. Yeah. Like, you can't just hang out with Bill Squire and think that you're going to get funnier. No, you got to ask him questions because he doesn't, he's not going to watch your yeah. set and want to make yeah. you better. He's still working on or shit constantly. You suck it. Yeah. <laughs> that might work. I don't think he takes blowjobs from men. Or women well, at this point. I think he's not doing any of that shit. If you want to get good, by any means necessary, you got to hold a man down and suck it. That's what it takes. Fuck you it. Might, I think if you orally <laughs> rape him, he might be like, I got to help this guy. He's going to tell me. Yeah, it's like, the funny <laughs> side. Like, he, yeah, like you dominated me. I have no choice but to at least give you a guest set somewhere. So <laughs> That's fair. if you really want to be, oh offer Bill some head. If he says no, don't take no if for an answer. If he says no, Kevin Spacey is Be ass. ambitious, nigga. Kevin Spacey him all night. <laughs> Put your finger in his back, pussy. That's funny. Uh, hashtag, be am, <laughs> hashtag be ambitious. Shout out Bill Squire. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out Billy. I mean, I, I say everybody who I, everybody who I will say their names are all gonna be in the situation that's okay to say their name, and I won't have to fucking hear about somebody saying anything shit like you earn it or whatever hashtag you little fuck niggas wanna have and be Ooh. cute. No, nah, I don't give a fuck. If you put uh, if you put that shit as funny, it's cute. I mean, I get it. That's that's actually kind of funny to put. Oh, you gotta earn it. It's like okay. What are you doing to earn it? Nothing. I drove five nights a week for three summers That's all the I mean. way to... No, I didn't do that. But... Yeah. Anyway, we were just talking about the junkie. Okay, the so yeah. hype and the open mic. We were talking about how they had uh, formed up. No, no they, didn't, they didn't really form up. It was more. It wasn't really a form up. up. No, it wasn't really a form up. The hype and the junkie got... No, the hype and the junkie did a podcast episode together and they were talking about comedy, which is that was Kanye level audacity <laughs> to be bold. Yeah, bold is like not. Nah, it's too. Yeah, many. that's it, bold. Only has four letters, man. You got to give this dude syllables. Is for that this blonde shit. Kanye? You gonna say pl- blonde Kanye level yeah, audacity? Kanye was white. Like, with Bill Burr, <laughs> remember that Bill Burr <laughs> joke? No, remember that Bill Burr joke about how? Uh, thank God Kanye's black. Oh and my God! Yeah, Kanye. that's a great joke. Yeah, it's great. Um, kind of like that. Like the audacity is like, dude, how easy do you think your life is? It's how how easy is white? <laughs> Like, all I could think it's was, man, how easy, easy is white? Because my first two years, I got ignored. Like, I had to make my rooms. Like, Make Them Laugh Monday came as a fuck, y'all, because I couldn't get booked couldn't anywhere get else. Booked. Like, yeah. I would do Ramon's room once a month like everybody else, because he only had the one room. Mm-hmm. Still had the crown for some reason. Old school Redstone. Like, I tell Ramon, he's old school NBA. Like, he he had one room and was crowned king of Cleveland comedy. Mm. And one room on the west side, and everybody the gave him that crown. Redstone was amazing. Yeah, until you get to Grog Shop and it's a better version. The Grog Shop is it's a it's a legendary venue over there on the east side. It's, it's a made sick for spot. comedy. There's it's like a Becky Sound Mecca system. stage. Sound system, system and stage. Sound system stage. Decently priced beverages. Henry Rollins yeah, was probably nice. there yeah, the night before. For a venue. They got PBRs there. Don't be fuck. Don't act bougie. Everybody no, I'm saying, but like, the venue, like, like I, tall, tall, that big ass can. Yeah. And I'm not even knocking Ramon when I say that. I'm saying I saw Ramon did. I talked to Ramon about doing the show at Grog Shop. Mm-hmm. He told me it wouldn't work because it's East Side. I'm like, you're not from the East Side, so I get why you would say that. Yeah, but I'm from the East Side. The it's East Side not, is a mystery. Grog Shop is a place everybody knows. They know where B yeah. Side is. It's oh, upstairs. Yeah. Like I've had people there who've never been there before. I've had people there who've been there a million times. Just kicking and I've. I've done your shows. Like yeah, pretty like people are using, like, a great show. And all you need is 30 people in a good comedy show. And just yeah. set up the seats where it's 30 people that sit down and the rest can just stand in the back. Your show's an actual fucking crowd. That's more than you can say about a lot of shows. So when I, when I say Ramon had the one room, he was crown king. I'm not saying that it was he didn't deserve it. I'm saying it was an easier run for him to do. Like He could do the Jordan shit where there's no other Jordan around you. Yeah. 
Kobe had a LeBron right after Jordan, so he got mm. a kind of <laughs> dead spot where it's like, I'm now king. Fuck Shaq left. Damn. I'm now king. Fuck this LeBron guy. It's killing Who's this me. this child, LeBron? So, yeah. So, it's like, that's what... A curse on your hairline. And I'm not saying I'm a Kobe of this shit either. I'm saying that just the, the, the parallel as far as comparison, as far as their hard trips to get the king right, the king crown. I want to be king. That's obvious. Like, if nobody says, I want to be the guy who like Ramon. I tell people all the time, uh-huh. I want to be like what Ramon was doing. Not run show and be a taskmaster, but just have yeah. great shows. Uh, Squire damn near fucked me up with that. Because Squire came out the same time I was starting Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing Grog Shop, and then I think two weeks later, he was doing Hilario at Barrio. And we were doing yeah. the same time period, but yeah. then we talked, and Bill was so fucking dope. Because Bill, he pushed his show back an hour just so it wouldn't be that conflict. Because I can't fuck with Bill. I couldn't I couldn't keep yeah. up with him. Yeah. And he gave me that easy one by saying, oh, when you have Push your show, yeah. his show's at 10, and it's his show, and he made that work, and he's dope for that. So I appreciate him doing that, and that way I could coexist a little easier. Um, Monday nights used to be very full. There was the World Famous Jump Show program. There was Making Life Mondays. There was Hilario Barrow. There five was o'clock a, there still. Was a five, yeah, there was another show, too, wasn't there? I think it was 5 o'clock. It the, was that was the jump show program, legendary uh, non televised game show. Yes, uh, my show Squires. And I do think it was something else. There uh, was another for a short time. Yeah, it was packed. Magno Manga 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 was going for a minute. Uh, there was I don't know what day it was over though. By like Severance Hall too, wasn't there? There was like a knitting some knitting room shit or something. Mm, the I don't spider, think like the spi- the barking spider. I don't, know. I don't know. Those days are gone. But no, nah, the reason I say that, the reason I bring up Ramon had the easy crown was now you have every comic you have right now is doing two or three shows, multiple shows at least, or trying to. Spider has Got two, to. and Spider's trying to do the same thing. I'm not yeah. saying he's, I'm not saying everybody can't coexist, by the way. I'm saying it's harder to claim king when everybody's doing a so good job. The market job. is a, over, like oversaturated yeah, like you, all-star weekend is dope now like you know you can see your favorite player and you don't have to be the best player like yeah. you can have a yeah. player you can say john wall's my favorite player nobody can say oh nigga, you tripping oh, like john wall crazy. stinks like no it's like curry's my favorite player you still got lebron james right here so it's like that's the situation i'm saying as far okay. as a lot of guys have shows and they're good shows and they're very neat they're needed shows i'm not saying cats stop doing shows mm-hmm. yeah i'm just saying we need some fucking organization together because a lot of these shows they 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 start off with good intent and then the comedians get control of it. Mm-hmm. And then the show suck. Whenever comedians people. take a show from the people, whenever comedians take a show from the producer, the comedians run the show to the ground. Once it's outside of the authority's hands, the mm-hmm. kids run amok. It's every show yeah. we've had that once the producer, that other people get involved and run the show, it torpedoes down to the Downgrade. ground. Downgrade. Because, I don't know. I feel like uh, back to start doing your own program, I was trying to get my show back for a little while, my live show. I'm still trying to figure out something with it. But when I first started doing the show, the first person I was trying to figure out, I didn't, I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about running a show. First yeah. person I texted was Ramon. He immediately gave me nothing but help and support. He was one of my first guests. It was, and it was a pop, it was a good show. It was a show. I took people's direction. I took some good input and I put my own spin on, did my own thing too. Yeah. So it was a great time. I did the same thing. I know that's all it takes, <laughs> and then maybe collude with people to get a good day popping, so you're not fucking stomping all over each other. So you can really have a good. That's how the scenes go. You grow, can have I multiple think. rooms that are good, and then you can have time it out. The week what do you think have. about uh, if you think about everybody going on right now? I'm doing. I'm going to shout out all the people who I think are doing a good job. Go ahead. You got Zachariah there and out. Adam Richard. They got Zadam. Shout out. They do their shows on Wednesday. The yeah. one Wednesday of the month. 
That show's great. Plus, they do the shit with Bright Poke every once in a while, which is another great show. Yep. The uh, hilarious on Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah, some Tuesdays. Like that show's great. Um, you know, we did that. Uh, we did that show. Pizza, Pizza Money was involved in that one. Um, that's Tuesdays with them, and Adams on. Well, it's not the Adams show, but the storytelling show is on Wednesdays. Chris Ranowski has his show. He mm-hmm. does it when he feels like it right now. I think he's moving it more nationally. Well, not na- more to St. Louis region, and yeah. Yeah. he's doing it in festivals too. So he's did like he had two festivals. And he had it, uh, it still has it at home, St. Louis, and he does it here yep. once in a while. So he has his shows going. Uh, Spider has his two shows I know about. I might miss one, but I know he has a Sunday show, and mm-hmm. he has the Cam's Corner. I don't know what day it is either. I'm, I think the Cam's Corner one happens on Wednesdays. Okay. Wednesdays. And the yeah. Sunday show is just down the street at the yeah, Tap House. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the Tap House. Sorry, I missed my date. I was fucking watching Walking So then you have Spider has Hell his two yeah. shows that are trudging away. Uh, dude named Burner. He has a show on Thursday at the Chicken and Waffle. He's Jamel paying. Burner Rank, is he doing a show up there? Yeah, he does a show up there at the Chicken and Waffle. Former guest. Oh, okay. I, Jeb show. Former guest of Judge. I didn't know he was still doing comedy. Yeah, no, he's, he's he, I think he might have been doing more East Side stuff. Okay. And that's a lot. East Side isn't as busy as the West Side. Yeah. yeah. So you have a show once a month here and there ah, West, on the East Side. But you got crowds. You got to have crowds there. Yeah, you could, that's the difference. Like, we can break that down if you have time to. We but got plenty of time. When it came to. Eastside shows is once a month, and everybody's not on that show. Mm-hmm. So, they'll, but they'll come out, and they might get a guest set. That's why the show runs long. Yeah, and I got caught up into that shit by trying to do a Eastside friendly show with the yeah. Grog Shop, where it's fucking going from nine thirty to fucking eleven thirty, and that's like yo, this show. I just want everybody, everybody, yeah, attitude like that. I want to yeah. go home. Like I don't right. want to do this shit, but I'm trying to get everybody some stage time. Now it's like fuck it, no. Like the show doesn't get better. Yeah, the show sucks actually when it's that long. Yeah, like people can come back if it's tax. All you need is an hour, an hour show for indie show for real. There's no headliner coming. That's it. Like one hour is all we need. That's um, plenty. But so you got uh, the Cam's Corner show and Tap House show. Shout I know out Spider Spire. has those. I see the files. I don't really read them because I don't. I'm not going. So that's why I'm saying I don't, I don't knock it. I just don't. I'm not going. So I don't really read it all that day. Dig it. Um, he has his two shows. Um, Pizza Money. Shout, Shout out to God. 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 I and y'all at Mahal's. No, y'all still at Mahal's or no? Yeah, oh, we're yeah. still at Mahal's. Okay. December tenth. December tenth. Boom. At Hominin, I don't know what they're doing right now. I know they had the big tournament and they didn't do East End for a month. I know they missed this last month. They're gonna show this Sunday, I'm on. Okay. I know they didn't do this last month. Saturday. Right? They did Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. This past Saturday they did something. I think no, that's the show you're going on. Did they do? Saturday. They did something this past Saturday, yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, I missed that. If I, if I, it's a pretty good. One. They did something for a while. I'm wrong, but they have shows. So all these people are having their shows, and they are necessary. I never had the attitude that you could not have a show. That's I true. just don't like the shitty shows that have a bunch of bums placing their undying loyalty to it when it does nothing. Because you could have been a funny comic. And you could have got a chance, but you're caught up in the social shit of nothing. Like you want to be a friend to these niggas over here when you could be a comedian over here. Yeah. And that's where my whole frustration came from. Cause like, yo, man, you could be funny if you would just fucking do a show in front of people and realize what works and what doesn't. Right now you're still doing shit in front of assholes, mm. and that's gonna keep being fine. It's a toilet now. <laughs> you have these toilet shows where it's shit and assholes and everybody's having a good time. It's fun party time. But you go to a crowd and bomb. If bombing is growth, because you realize that's oh, not yeah. right. It's like trying to fuck yeah. a girl. The first time you meet a girl, you can't just say, hey, show me your tits. Say, like, whoa. Hey, no. fuckhead. But if you start trying to find your own little angle that you have yeah. and use what you got. If you do it right, you'll be jacking off in a potted plant in no time. Exactly. 
So when you have that type of you have that experience, yeah. you only get that experience in game like situations. Yeah. True. So when I'm trying to tell guys, hey man, you run the room, but you really should focus on being a comedian first. Because if you're a comedian first, you'll realize what a good show looks like and what it feels like. So when you actually go back to your shit room, you realize what needs to be fixed because it's a shit show. The fire of the bomb. There's nothing that'll forge a good jokester like the fire of the bomb. Nigga, I bomb almost every Thursday at Medusa because they don't want to hear jokes. So I got to fucking settle down to class and then try and teach them. It's the dumbest shit to try and do. Well, I can tell you from experience, trying to teach these devils is not an easy thing to do, John. Um, these, these be, this is black. Yeah, he's, he's got a black room. <laughs> they got a, this is black room. They got the cell phones a, out. They got devils. bottles. No, of spra- the no, bottles none. come out with sparklers. Like it's a nightclub what? environment. And you yeah. try to do jokes. Medusa. Yeah, no, that's that's why I asked him to do my own show because I I I have a chip on my shoulder. Whenever I do something, if I bomb in that room, I'm going to go back to that room and crush. So like the Jack White of fucking black comedians. I'll take it. I don't know what the reference. <laughs> I don't the story the is Jack White. Uh, I listen to. Some, I grew up in the suburbs, so I know some rock and roll music stuff. Jack White used to. Uh, he didn't even. He used to play the drums. He never played guitar. But he said, "If I'm going to play this thing, I'm going to pick a fight with it. I'm going to win." That's your uh, that's your mantra, I guess, for like if you bomb somewhere, you're going back. Yeah, I go back until I get it right. I respect I, that. I like to go to the room and realize what can work, and I realize that you got to go kind of old school in that room. You got to go to DL Hughley, oh yeah, Def Jam route where you don't roast everybody and start yeah. being like you don't want to be disrespectful, but you can nudge people with little silly things Just about like what's going comments on, comments and get shit like them. that. Hey, give them a little bust, a little balls, and then go back to kill yourself. Like I'm gonna make fun of you. Uh-huh. I'm gonna hit you a little bit. I'm gonna hit myself harder. Man, yeah. you ever thought about you ever you ever uh, had any aspirations to go overseas and shit? Not yet. I'm getting a act. I'm actually gonna get a uh, post, not postcard. Fuck me. I'm getting a passport. I saw my girl that earlier. I'm gonna get a passport uh, coming up because my uncle works for the post office and I can get it for cheaper. Oh, nice. I said, wow. contact him and tell him so I get a passport cheaper so I can stop. And find out if I got family about. members who work at the post office now. Oh, yeah. yeah, ask somebody. Oh, I got my fucking cousin works at the post office. Ask Fuck him yeah. about helping hooking you up and get a passport photo for cheaper than when you go down there and take it. Hell Damn. yeah. It's awesome. That's hooked up. But yeah, I said I wanted to go to fucking England and try and tell some jokes. I want to go to there. Toronto first. I ain't been. In, I haven't been to Toronto since they closed it off where you had to have a passport. Like yeah, I've never. To, I've never been to Canada but one time. It was before you had to have a passport. Yeah, now you have a passport. I'm like, never well, been to Canada. It's it's there's a lot of Asians. <laughs> it's a lot of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Depending where you go. Yeah, I'm, Sikhs, I'm trying to go to. I'm trying to go to Buffalo for a day. They got a helium club up there. I'm trying to go to Buffalo. Whoa, whoa, what is that? Helium is yeah. a comedy club. The yeah. guy went to Chicago. I thought, you were, I thought you just revealed that you like do like fucking remote oh, no. control airplanes or something. No, no, helium is, <laughs> helium John is a comedy Bruton, club. No, I think it might be remote control dirigible expert. I think helium. It might be either in Philly or I've seen Chicago it before or Nashville. I know it's in one of those I looked at, but I know it's in Buffalo too. Huh? What about that club? You remember that club downtown that was uh, across from uh, the Crazy Horse? That's Medusa now. That's Medusa yeah. now. Oh, you're doing the show right there. Yeah, it was called Vada. And now yeah. yeah, somebody sold it or whatnot. That's a good space down there. Oh, they got it got better now because they have actual stage lighting and sound oh, equipment. Wow. It's, before it was like a stage and you had to bring shit, hook up shit, and yeah. It and oh, like, now they actually have a performance. That area. has a soundboard and yeah, it's a performance area now. Dude, that's a kiss away from downtown. There's lots of parking down. There's free you parking. There's a parking lot right next to the cigar shop and right next to the cigar shop, free parking. You're that's like the biggest thing about. That's hard to get parking, people. Like, yeah. you provide free parking, free parking downtown. downtown. There's street parking come there too. Yeah, street parking, free parking and but free parking's a parking lot. Like that's even better. Lit. Yeah. Parking lot. Because you ain't got to walk. It's lit enough. It's lit enough. It's <laughs> not too. It's not too rowdy over there. 
Nah, it's too close to downtown. Second district yeah. don't doesn't play with problems. Like if you go, yeah. if you go down five that blocks same street, to the left, yeah. <laughs> Hamilton is like we got like our old Skid Row area where it's a lot of homeless people down our yeah. people. That area is over by twenty six to fifty fifth yeah. on Hamilton and over yeah by that bridge and Lakeside yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you're safe in that area. Like you might have a homeless. You have a one homeless guy who who. Like comes over there and asks for cash. Oh yeah. But honestly, you get to do five dollars to wash a car with his life. It's true. Yeah. So I mean, this one lady used to come into the grocery store I worked in downtown. She used to smell like urine, high on PCP. Terrifying. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard night on the streets of Cleveland, baby. Yeah, you ever so been asleep over? She a dropped her duffel bag in front of me one time, and I was like staring at it, and then she went to go get some shit. She it came back to away. the counter. <laughs> she skittered to the counter. She's like, "Do you want my fucking bag?" Like, I'm going to call security now. <laughs> I think that's the wisest move. Oh, my God. Well, it's all like, it seems that's the it's closest t- thing to it I'll ever do to calling the cops. <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. I'm, no, I'm ashamed of myself admitting <laughs> it. But I'm not going to fuck with people who played with the dust monster. No, I don't fuck with anybody <laughs> with drugs. Dust monster. Anything yeah. over weed, I already fuck with them. But you were saying about the scene, John? Oh, no. I just think that we have a lot going on. We just don't have real solid structure. We all got ambition like fuck. Everybody's oh, yeah. ambitious as hell. But ambition is just a nice word of saying dream and hopeful. So ambition is nice, but what's the structure? Like, what are you trying to do here? What do you got? What's the end game? Yeah, like, and then guys, like, I got into it. Not I got into it. I'm, I see myself getting into it with a guy who's trying to do a show. He already got into it with Brian and Mary, and Uh-oh. I'm trying to give this dude benefit of the doubt, but he keeps trying to do this know-it-all shit, uh-huh. and he thinks he's special. Like He thinks, oh, I'm, I'm really doing better. I'm doing this and the other. It's like, dude, you really have no idea what you're doing, <laughs> and you're, you're fucking a lot of shit up on the way there. Like you're, Everybody can't do it. Like, That's true. Everybody won't hear a joke and think, oh, that kid's funny. Like, I, you know, another shout-out. I like Daniel Myers the way he sticks to his set. Daniel Myers, new guy, afro, uh, glasses, big that's ass head. Daniel Myers? I've not seen this Daniel Myers. That's not that's not his name, is it? Yeah, well, he's a new guy. I mean, Brett? Pretty, no, that's Brett Thomas. No, Daniel yeah. Myers is a whole other guy. Different dude. Another afro white guy? Yeah, and he the way he his joke he has a very night he has a very two thousand ish uh, talk show comedy set type okay. vibe. Yeah, like you know when the guys come out from the curtain on yeah. Any like David Letterman type shit, where he comes out and he, it, yeah. he's very like very personable and he's telling his jokes. He means his set and he, he lays into it. I dig and that. he has a performance part this. down. Now the jokes, he East Side or he West Side of shit. I got. I don't yeah. know if I've seen this guy. He's uh, I got him on Grog Shop this Monday. Okay, uh, but he'll be at the he'll be at Brothers too soon. Um, but either way, he I like the way he performs his jokes. Every set he takes serious. That's something I see, so I'm like, I'm going to keep my eye on him. Because when he finally hits his stride and got just that good five, he can lace it to ten in the indie room. Okay. And the club is different, but in the indie room, you can fuck with the energy there. You don't have that much oh, pressure yeah. in the indie room. You can really just you can a eat crowd, a dick for the first three minutes and still not get booed off. If there's not yeah. a crowd, I almost don't even want to fucking go up. Like, I need the crowd. I need to feed off of them. That's true. Like I, I, It's hard to do that. It's hard to get over the fact that there's nobody here. Yeah. But when you realize open mics are just practice, it doesn't matter if people are there oh, or not. Yeah. If you if you're going if to I your want joke, to have a good time, I want at least like one fucking person that's not a comedian. Yeah. Because I, I usually work on things at open mics. Like I've been working on 
trying to set up jokes and get out of them really quickly without it seeming like I want it to feel like a joke. So I try to do that now, but I go with different objectives every time. I have, I have a joke I want to say out loud for the first time in front of people as opposed to saying it in my car and repeating it to friends yeah. in conversation. Let me say it in the right format and just see how bad it is and go from there. Because hmm. that's, yeah, that's the only way you can do it. Yeah, we got a shit ton of open mics that all are show up, go up. So it's like just pop it in there and work on your fucking craft. Yeah, and when you're not a regular at open mics, they give you stage time. It's kind of funny. And what like, was, uh, you remember your first bomb? My first real big bomb or my big, first bomb? Big bomb. First big bomb. I actually wrote a thing for the scene magazine for this shit. First big bomb was 700 people in a black room at the Terry Macklin Center in Solon. It was April 1st, 2009, 2010. I just started comedy. I was really mm. thinking I was a shit. I had two minutes of them giving a fuck about me. And then the next two minutes, older people. This is an old black room. Oh, it's yeah. older black, Drake dressed up because it's a comedy show. King yeah. of comedy. Just, How long have you been <laughs> telling jokes at this point? Maybe four months. Oh, wow. Like very Damn. early. Like I'm literally should not be doing this show. Yeah, you said seven hundred people. Seven hundred people in this room. It was Got packed. From, it was it was careful. banquet. It was a banquet hall too. Uh, oh shit! Being on the east side, I'm I, black comedians get fucking shows, man. Not just that, but I'm on the east side get and paid. a lot of promoters and dudes do shows over there, and I was just that guy who was just trying to do, be mixy as fuck. Yeah, you just and I was doing. That's how I, you end up there. I didn't start Blue Martin, but I was doing Beethoven. I was at Beethoven on Thursday every Thursday, and this guy was doing the show, and he came in there, and I asked him. I kept bugging him, trying to get a set. He said, I'll give you a chance. And I went up. And the funny part, uh, two months later, I brought Brian Kenny with me. And he did his shit. And he used to have a T-shirt joke about Airbrush T-shirt. Yeah. And he did that joke. And they loved it. And he crushed. <laughs> and two months prior, I ate the biggest. Like, older people. A dude. I saw a dude. I remember this shit to this day. Okay. A dude had his cane next to him. He hung his cane on the back of his chair. So he do the Apollo finger uh, <laughs> wave shit. Just to do the no finger way. body wave on some nigga. Like, this man ain't had Damn. as much energy in a long time. And I re- rejuvenate <laughs> this young man to do the get this nigga out of here. And it was, I made an, AAR, I made an AARP joke about him. And oh, damn. it was an older crowd. And I, you know, I didn't know shit. Uh, comedy to me was Corey Holcomb at that point. It was either Corey Holcomb or Louis C.K. And I, I oh, thought wow. Louis C.K. was amazing, but I didn't know how yeah. to do that. Yeah. I didn't know shit. I just thought he was a hilarious dude, but I didn't know how to do I it. Get, I get that, but I, it's, that's hard to fucking do. Oh, no, I wasn't trying to emulate it. I just, that's how all the comedy, like Patrice O'Neill and those guys, I was like, I would love to do that, but I didn't know yeah. how. So yeah. I was like, I'm doing my shit. I'm just being, I'm just saying the wrong shit in my head, man. <laughs> I, was a total, I was a total dick about it. Cause it was no, there was no context when I was saying these things. Yeah. There was no background on me saying these things. I had to learn how to develop myself. So when I'm saying the same, if I'm saying the same shit now, I know not to say it the first thing out of my mouth. Right. Like, I know to wait until you understand who I am enough that when I say this, you know it's not me being a total asshole, just a slight asshole. You got to grease them into it. I see what you're saying. And I didn't know that. So seven people saw me bomb, and I damn near... I had to go back to my table. My uncle who actually worked at the post office. Oh fuck! He came to the show. My mom was there. Her, <laughs> her neighbors, not just my neighbors. No, nigga. her neighbors <laughs> were there. My neighbors <laughs> were there. I was because I was living with my mom at this point. So my mom, my dad didn't come. Thank God. Uh, my her <laughs> neighbors came. My neighbor came. Uh, my cousin came. My uncle came. Uh, and my other cousin came that That's I knew was there. Oh, and then the promoter, he, he was from Warrensville. Oh, shit. So his family was people from my high school who I went to grew up with were there. 
this girl I had a crush on in college was there because that's no. his, that's one of his cousins. So I'm like, God, this nigga family, that's it. I go on stage and two minutes there was all like, okay, this guy might have something. What? So, it was like it was a, the turn was so quick, and I realized that when it was happening, I'm like, I'm gonna talk my way out of this. But she said, you know, you go with the bomb, and like, nigga, you don't have your skill set. Nope, you're not ready. Yeah, you don't oh. know what you're doing. Then my yet. uncle said, man, I came back to the table. And then my uncle, I walk in, he's like, ah, damn, man. I said, I know, man. He said, nah. I'm like, ah, damn. You ain't got to sit the table with us, nigga. We ain't, they ain't got to know you with us, nigga. I'm not worried about you. You going to be fine. You ain't bleeding. You ain't God dead. Damn. But goddamn, nigga, you got to sit that with us. fucking I'm cold. like, yeah, I know, man. He like, nigga, no, you don't. Like, no. why you sitting with us? Get up. On some hot, on some, uh, not hot girls, on some uh, mean girl shit. I said, nigga, this is fucking cold. It was the funniest shit. Like, we laughed about it to this day because he came to another show. He like, man. Like, nigga, if I come to another show for you, nigga, I need some free tickets to make up for this shit. <laughs> and he came he came to a couple shows, and he, uh, actually, I didn't, the Terry Macklin stopped doing shows, but I brought him to another hood show. I call it a hood show. And I did better, and it made up for it. And I, he came to Hilarities that's before, hilarious. saw me, but Hilarities is Hilarities. You know? Yeah. That's a host gig. That's not the same. It's no safety net. That's something. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was, that was my friend. That was a bomb. <laughs> Why are you fam- with us, man? Hey, like my, 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 he was really like, ah, shit. I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> no, I'm like, I know, man. It's, it's rough. He said, nah, nigga, nah. not that. I'm mad you gonna sit with us. Like, dude, they don't gotta know you with us right now. Shit. I'm like, fuck me, goddamn. You went outside something. I mean, but we, yeah, I'm saying like that's we, that's how I grew up though. We are hard like that. So that was a joke to me, and I get it. You gotta bust my balls after a fucking bomb. After a bomb, and this was before he not even a comedian. We just know, nigga, you bomb. You gonna get teased now. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> If you quit, you a bitch. Like, oh yeah, I got crossed so, over, and I got crossed over by a girl in the senior game. Oh my god, uh, nigga, that was in funny. front of the school. <laughs> yes, senior. It was seniors versus juniors, and it was a girls. She was a How senior. She was a she was a senior playing varsity, and I was no, I wasn't senior. It wasn't senior game. It was a JV boys versus varsity girls. Oh my goodness! End of the year, you know, just, they do this shit just to have fun. Yeah, and Letitia King. I remember this motherfucker's name, Letitia King. Not only cross me over, I got an outlet steal and I'm about to go up. And this little motherfucker came and gave me the meanest block. Like, I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about she jumped. I, I didn't know she was behind me. So I'm trying to be all cute. Like, I'm going to make this easy lift in this steal. I put the ball up. This motherfucker came with the hand back here and smacked me. I look back. Everybody like, oh, shit. And I, I look back and saw the ball flying this way. And I'm like, oh, thank God we didn't have camera phones back then. Oh, man. I would have been on all the next nigga right here type shit. It would have been a hashtag. World star. Oh, so this World goofy star nigga. Hey, you know, now they show kids. Kids got the cameras out waiting for some dope shit to happen to storm the court. Like, oh, he didn't even make a point. But he just crossed them over. Like, yo, shit. That's but hilarious. Yeah. So that, I remember, like, I remember my fuck ups because it's hilarious to me. I laugh at it on myself. So I don't understand why people are so sensitive now when they, they do shit. It's like, yo, mm. you can't take a critique. You're going to never, you understand a book going to tell you no and why to your face like i had lee at the improv telling me no i don't know how many times oh i'm not ready for the improv not ready for the improv not here you can't do that shit do that shit at any show don't do that shit here that shit don't fly here uh. dude at least maybe almost a fucking year of sending this nigga video after video after video of trying to get in asking every comedian that i could for help like asking rob war yo man what i gotta do this is do for this yeah. dude asking mike head mike head told me the best shit Hey man, he told me the same thing. That's all my head told me. So I'm like, okay, he's just making you stronger. So when you finally get in front of the motherfuckers, you're not wasting time. You're not wasting yeah. any time. So he's like, yo, no, go back and practice. It's not even if the set was cool. He's like, no, go back, no, yeah. go back, and don't don't be wrong. My sets weren't right. 
<laughs> I wasn't that. <laughs> I wasn't an exception to the rule. I needed to go back and fix a lot of shit. Are you sending in brothers rants like uh, y'all bitches need to figure out. No, nah, I, I do that now <laughs> when I finally realize how to tell jokes, and I do that because a kid was starting comedy. He tried to talk shit to me like he was funny because he did good at an open mic, and I didn't care. And I'm like, yeah, this is for you guys to have hope, I guess, because you hear about me might be funny. You see, I'm booked. <laughs> So you might think that this is what he does all the time. Mm-hmm. No, I'm literally on stage fucking off time because my girlfriend is not living in Cleveland. Like, if she lived in Cleveland, <laughs> I would not be here wasting wouldn't be time. Doing this. I would either be doing jokes or I'll be at home. I wouldn't be wasting time because right now I'm going home to an Xbox. And not even an Xbox like you would like the Xbox, Xbox like an X's box. No, it's Xbox One. <laughs> I would love to have an Xbox. I would love to have some old pussy there, but I can't, you know, it would be nice. Right. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, so I, I go home and I go out the house and I'll be more mixy and shit now. So I'm going yeah. harder now because I don't have anybody at the house. So You're I'm really out with some of the slices. We appreciate you coming out. You're always a good addition to the crew, man. We have I'm a good trying, times. man. I'm trying to be more. I want people to hear me without trying to interrupt me. And not saying you guys. I'm talking about as far as when I'm trying to talk to a comedian on what to do. Yeah. They don't listen all the way. They'll hear something they don't like and then they'll respond to that mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to be like, um, I get it. Input, John. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I don't. I, I never would tell a guy he's not funny. Out. Thank you. I never tell guys they're not funny because I don't care about you being funny. I care about you trying and getting better. I don't give a fuck where you stand. I don't hold you to a grade. I don't hold you to a standard. I just want guys to keep trying to be funnier. If you're getting funnier, I don't care about funny. Like I'm not you looking just care at you about like, the progression of that, the scene as a whole. Because you're trying. Good, yeah. man. That's my whole. Yeah, that's what I love. I don't really care about. I would never say he's not funny unless it comes to a conversation where he tries to say he's funnier than me. That's like right. okay, well. Let me do my little horse shit and be like, oh, let's try to compete with doing what? We're right, both fucking. Yeah. I'm still an open micer in national standpoint. You still consider yourself open micer? On a national standpoint, yes. As nationally, I'm an open micer. I'm still gonna, getting one night of hosting gigs. How are you going to stop being an open micer if you still think about yourself as an open micer? Man, come on. It's like being a rookie. I'm going to just bust ass. I, I got a couple one nighters I'm doing, and and it's one nighter hostings. Like, yeah. But one is featuring, which so is going to be starts, fun. So starts, man. But I'm not doing that. That's where I'm trying to get. Well, yeah. Honestly, you're one email away from being me, nigga. Like, that's all it is. It's email <laughs> niggas. Like, do you send out your avails? Do you send out emails to bookers? <laughs> nigga, I'm always available. <laughs> that's the thing. Though. I used to say that, too, man. You got to fuff it up, man. Like, I'll show you some shit when we get done. Both of y'all. I just, okay. I'll show you the little things you got to say to get their attention. Because that's all it really is. I had a guy show me. Rob Ward showed me how to get their attention. Okay. Uh, Nelson helped me. With the cosign, like hanging out with Nail, and they know Nail's that nigga, so they see yeah. him and like, oh, y'all hanging out tough, like y'all really friends. Yeah. See online, we're not just fucking doing a show. We're going to fucking yeah. games together. We're assholes. We're at yeah. clubs. We we don't do the show together anymore. Actually, on Mondays, really? Yeah, we we had an argument, <laughs> and we're both fuck. We kept for the last three months. We've been calling each other Kevin Durant and Westbrook. He called me Kevin Durant. <laughs> I called him Westbrook because his attitude is very Westbrook. Like, if you're not on his team, fuck you. Oh, my God. And I'm very nonchalant, and I probably would sign with the fucking Warriors. Nigga, like, what you want from me? So we, we cool. bumped heads on that shit, and instead of us bump heads and actually have a real argument, we just said, you know what? He like, man, I joined the show as a favor to you, and my contract's up. So I'm going to do this improv shit, and I'm going to do these fucking dates with these, <laughs> these clubs and do this role work. And nigga, on my Mondays, I'm watching movies with bitches. Like, <laughs> ain't no making laugh. <laughs> ain't no making laugh money for me no more, nigga. Fair's fair. At so, least he was honest. Oh yeah, but we we still friends. Like fuck. I mean, that's not a problem. Even me, even if Brian left the show, it would be me and Brian are friends first. Why do shows with guys I can argue with about? We don't gotta agree on shit yeah. like that. Like even Jasmine, 
Jasmine's gonna probably doing hosting for some of the shows. I'm gonna have different hosts like the way Ramon did the yeah. other shows. I'm gonna have hosts do their sets. That way, I don't got to give a fuck that I'm much. I'm way too into myself to ever let someone else host my show. I was that way. It nigga, this is five years ago. I shot. True. I'm just oh, not yeah, letting. Man. And all, you know, the only reason Jasmine hosted was because I already my girlfriend's birthday was on Tuesday, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to make the trip from here to Tuesday. So I just said I'm gonna leave on Monday, and Jasmine can have it. Let her do it. And I already fucked up because me and Nell, that's the weekend Nell, so he's not fucking with the show no more. Wow. So I was like, I hope Jasmine doesn't suck. And DJ Stroke actually, shout out to DJ Stroke for real. He actually helped carry the show too on some Kid Capri shit. So the oh, two wow. mics things don't work. It's going to be, he got a mic and that's the awesome. host got a mic. Oh, and nice. He I'm got a have, good fucking show over there, man. You I'm going to have people host that show. I'm going to have comics, I'm going to ask comics to host it. Uh, the next person I probably ask to host will probably be one of the shout outs, like either Kate Hogan or Eliz Blanc. To host the next, make them laugh okay. because I think it'd be nice. cool to have that energy where it's not a black room, like it's a room. The lineup's it's never been all room. black or all white or all bad. Yeah. It's never been. I never had all one thing in any lineup. That's what I said. I was at this party uh, last weekend, and I was fucking. It was not the crowd you would think would be at Make Them Laugh Mondays. <laughs> but that was one of the first shows they mentioned was Make Them Laugh Mondays, and I was like, oh, makes sense. Bruton's got a good product. <laughs> gives it, gives it his all. I wish niggas cared about Tuesday. Tuesday's a rough night for many reasons. One is a lot Brothers, of open mics. Yeah. There's a lot of mics. There's a lot of mics, but there's there was two all mics going, but together. then yeah, they're mics the and they're right next though. to each other. And you got things like this comics who like I'm doing something different now. I explain this bullshit when we get done. I don't want to tell you right now because I don't trust them. They'll try <laughs> to fuck it up and be like, give me at least two months of this shit. Uh, the fuck the part with scheduling. Me and Polk had our shows at the same time. Okay. So every time Polk has a show, and that's that's king. Like, I'm in Lakewood doing a show, and Polk has a show. What the yeah. fuck I'm going to yeah. do here? Like, if he had a show on a Monday, I'm in Coventry. He That's fine. Yeah. But this is, I'm in Lakewood doing a show. He's downtown and he's fourth yeah. at Hilarities. We're the same time. Even though he um, his show starts an hour earlier, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it You're going to go home. When the crowd's involved. not going. Yeah, downtown is taxing. It's exhausting. Yeah, so you're going home after the show. Comics will slide through, and we get the drop-ins and the hangout, and that's cool to be the hangout spot, yeah. but the show has to happen for the... You had to have an after-party kick it until the actual show happens. <laughs> so if the show is shit, I don't want to fucking hang out. So everybody's coming through afterwards. Like, hey, yeah. John, we're here. I don't give a fuck. Hey, <laughs> where were you? Like, you're actually <laughs> on comedy, Mary Santor. Why the fuck are you trying to give me a hug now? No, nah, fuck you. She, <laughs> it's like, that happens. Bro, like, no, Shots I'm like, fired. I'm like, damn, that happens. <laughs> so like, I could we coexist. I just need to have that show better. I need to make Brothers Lounge better. They don't really compete. That's a that's a strange room. Yeah, but every room's strange. Grog Shop, Grog like, Shop was dead as fuck when I first. I Grog like Shop problem, fucked my head up because Grog Shop had sixty people the first night we did it at Grog Shop. Damn. Off that's, East Side and just saying Grog Shop and it was a, the fucking flyer was just a microphone. Make him laugh Mondays has moved to Grog Shop. Hell yeah. April fourth, I think it was. And that was it. And it, it was free, though. It was free then. And I had six people just walking in. No door just, girl, no no nothing. Just walk in. I can't remember what the fuck I was going to say about I'm sorry it. for cutting you off. No, I apologize. no, you're all right. <laughs> you're the guest. We, the people want to hear you talk, they don't, John. Nobody wants to hear me. I'll tell you that much. They they don't know it, but we're <laughs> teaching them. That's what, that's why people are always talking about, oh, you didn't teach me anything. Motherfucker, you, you didn't listen. Because I educated your worm ass. You learned something. I didn't even have to teach. I told your ass. That's what we do Damn on here. Yeah, so we just tell people. We're going to wrap it up with John. John, thanks for coming back again, man. We really appreciate it. Before we go, is there anything you want to tell these fucking devils about before we set you loose on the world, send you over to Medusa? Hilarious. Uh, 
the Accidental Comedy Festival will be another weekend at uh, Hilarities for Labor Day weekend 2018. Um, Ooh. Oh, nice. I have three shows now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Make Him Laugh Mondays at Grog Shop. Tuesdays at Brothers Lounge, Step Brothers Lounge. Yep. And now I'm doing a Wednesday show called Crack Em Up. Uh, it's a Crack Em Up Comedy Show. It originated in L.A., um, and they have another branch in Atlanta, another branch in Detroit, and I'm gonna be the Cleveland Hub starting soon. It'll be a paid slot. It'll be an actual real showcase. You hear that, stupid? Oh, nice. Like Def Comedy Jam. It will be mixed oh, race, yeah. of course. I'm gonna have the lineup will never be all black, all white, all women, all man. It will be mixed up like fuck. And I have four paid spots, two unpaid. One's a developmental spot, five minutes. First spot, second spot up, maybe. Mm. Then a drop in spot for a friend who just wants to do some stage time. That's right? very interesting. And then the host. So you know where that's gonna be? Medusa, right there on East Fourteenth okay, okay. in St. Clair. Free parking. It's a good and spot. Five dollars if you email me. Ten dollars you pay at the door. It's right next to the cigar shop and the titty club. Yes. Get well, in, man. John, thanks for coming. Thank you, um, sir. What else? Oh, it's fucking John Bruton. Stupid. Don't even try and come at him. His fucking uncle tried to roast him on the shit, give him a quick comedy. Fucking four months in, he's not having it. He's fucking unshakable, you fucking wormish bitch. So don't even try and come at him. I didn't say that, but I agree with you. You're welcome. Thanks for being here, John. Wilson, anything you got? We got nothing, man. That's all you get, you, pretty you much little covered. bitches. That's all you fucking get. Yeah, that's Here's, all they need to fucking know. Listen to these fucking the dulcet tones on the way out, because it wouldn't be nasty if our booties touched. Teach these devils. We'll New hit single. You. We'll see you when you see you, fucking idiot. Peace. Hey, Wilson. Yeah, James. Man, I got a question. What up? There's this young thing I want to talk to. Or, but, but you but think you it would be nasty if our booties touched? Would it be nasty if our booties touched? My butt up against your butt. Would it be nasty if our booties touched? My butt up against your butt. Would it be nasty if our booties touched? My butt up against your butt. Would it be nasty if our booties touched? Would it be nasty if our booties touch? Would it be nasty if our booties touch? A whole lot of booty touch. My butt up against your butt. A whole lot of booty Would it be rubbing? nasty if our booties touch? Uh, let me put my face in them yeeks. My butt up against your butt. Mama, let me touch Would them cheeks to my cheeks. If our booties touch. My butt up against your butt. Would it be nasty if our booties touch? Would it be nasty? If our booties touched, would that be nasty if our booties touched? Close your eyes, girl. My butt up against your butt. It's a surprise, girl. Nasty if our booties touched. I want them thighs, girl. My butt up against your butt. Up against mine, girl. Would it be nasty if our booties touched? Could it be nasty if against your butt? When I see, would it be nasty if our booties touched? Your booty, nasty if our booties against me. My booty touched. Would it be? Nasty if our booties touch.